Hi, in this episode of Lintuition, you are going to meet Miss Claire Voyance. She's the most popular in the Claire clique. This is the first of two parts, and in this part, we'll have an introduction to clairvoyance, and we'll do some more simple activities. Clairvoyance is known as clear seeing. It's intuitive sight. So this is when you have the ability to see on another level, energy, spirits, you can see inside the body, in other parts of the world, or into the past, or into the future. Now you may not have all of these skills, but I'm sure you have some. You would be the person to receive psychic messages visually, through images, colors, visions, not solely, but most strongly. There are three distinct clairvoyant abilities. The first one is you can see things in your mind's eye. It's like watching a movie playing in your mind. Or you get flashes, visions, like still pictures. The second one is you see things outside of your mind. So you might be inclined to see spirits or auras, energy fields. There are also techniques like scrying in water or a crystal ball. These aren't magical things. They're a canvas on which you place your vision. They allow you to focus so that you can see things outside of your mind. Do you remember the Wicked Witch of the West in The Wizard of Oz and her crystal ball? She was clairvoyant. It might, it just might have been a little exaggerated. The third type of clairvoyance is messages and prophecies in dreams. This will be included in a later episode of Lintuition when we talk specifically about dreams. Every clairvoyant is psychic, but not every psychic is clairvoyant. There are several other clairs and other abilities to draw on. Visions that clairvoyants have aren't only about the future. And you may wonder, why would you need to use clairvoyance to see into the past and, and to see it in the present? Who cares what's going on right now? Well, lots of people do, because there are situations that they need to work through. So when a clairvoyant sees a current image, what they can do is push it forward in time so that they can see what options open up. And so, for example, I can suggest to my clients that A, B, and C are happening. And from there, we can work through the best option for them to take to be the most successful and have the most fulfilling outcome for them. Now, visions aren't always clear and literal. Sometimes they're symbolic and hard to understand and interpret. In this case, you have to find out, you have to discover what your symbols are, what the things mean to you, and they will be personal to you. So you can't look them up in a dictionary, a dream dictionary or a symbol dictionary. Luckily for me, my clairvoyance is literal and I don't have to interpret it. Thank goodness. So a train going into a tunnel isn't some weird Freudian sexual reference. It's a train trip and the person will be going through a tunnel. How do you know if you're clairvoyant? You'd think it would just be obvious. You'd think you would just know, right? Not all the time. Sometimes clairvoyance is so subtle that you don't feel 
like you're getting any messages and you don't know you're getting any messages. It just looks and feels like fleeting thoughts in your mind. But the key is that there's no reason why that particular image popped up. We'll explore that more in a few moments. If you get online and you take a test, I guarantee you, you are going to be the most clairvoyant person around. Most of them are designed to lead you into a sales pitch by building you up so you want to buy their lessons or their product. So just be careful, do them for fun because they are as accurate as the quizzes you get on Facebook that try and see what kind of potato you would be. There may be clues that you are clairvoyant or naturally good at learning clairvoyance. Have a listen to these. When you were a child, you had imaginary friends and they had very vivid and detailed life stories. When you feel there's a spirit nearby, you can feel like you see it in your mind's eye and you have an idea of how it looks. You can be sensitive to light. You can be sensitive to hues and shades of colors. This is a big one for me. I am terrible at choosing paint colors. It needs to be just right or I won't be able to stand it. You'll catch me saying something like, I want to paint my door black, but not the blackest black. It has to be the darkest gray, but not gray and not black and definitely not bluish black. I make my family and friends nuts. They will vouch for that. Also, you can be irked if furniture isn't in the right place or a picture is crooked. So when something doesn't seem to flow to you visually, it just irks if it's not aesthetically pleasing. Clairvoyants do tend to appreciate the beauty of things, even the simple things. You can have mental images that flash before your eyes. For example, you can be driving on this stretch of road that you've never driven on before, and you have a random flash of a red bucket. There is no reason why you should be thinking of that. Then a few moments up the road, there's a red bucket. Very cool. I love that. You have a very good visual imagination. So for you, it's easy to visualize people and places and purple elephants with pink polka dots. Did that image just pop in your mind? Did you just do it? If you did, you might be clairvoyant. You can envision entire scenes in your mind. Like I said before, just like movies playing out. You have very clear visions in meditations if you do meditate and you can slip off into a daydream easily. The second type of clairvoyance in the actual physical world, you can see flashes of light or color. Maybe you see shadows or movement in the corner of your eye. Have you ever seen that? And then when you turn to look, it's gone, but you are certain you saw something. Sometimes it's a shadow, sometimes it's a white flash, but you saw it. And sometimes you see a glowing light around other people. And this is known as an aura. Before you chalk these things up to clairvoyance, be sure that your eyes are physically healthy. I get a migraine aura, so sometimes it's like looking through a kaleidoscope. So no ghosts, just an aura. The third type of clairvoyance is that your dreams are very active and very vivid. I'm not saying that they're psychic dreams or visions. They're probably just dreams. So I'm not talking about predicting the future. 
They're just really vivid. Remembering them, well, that's the trick. By the way, if you can vividly remember your dream, it wasn't a dream. It was a message. You do not need to be able to check all the boxes here. If you can check some of the boxes, then you have some clairvoyant skills. There are things on the list I've just described to you that I can't do, and I've never been able to do, and I've been doing this for about 40 years. When we go through the clairvoyant activities to follow, if you find any of the activities tough, you may have some blockages to clairvoyance because of a past experience, and that's okay. Try to sort this out before you go on to clairvoyance part two, because that's more of an abstract type of visualization. Why do you have these blockages? Well, maybe when you were younger, you had a very frightening psychic vision. Maybe you saw a ghost and it freaked you right the you-know-what out. You can say, I am clairvoyant. It is safe for me to see. I am in control of what I see and what I allow. You can use those exact words if you would like or make up your own. Please be gentle with yourself. Keep practicing, but don't pressure yourself. You'll get there. You'll get there, I promise. How do you know if it's your clairvoyant ability and is not just your imagination? I get this question a lot. The answer will come with practice. You'll know the feeling. You'll know the difference in your mind. I'm not in your head, so I can't explain it to you, but I could get in your head. Just kidding. An intuitive thought is often fleeting and has little or no emotion attached to it. It doesn't feel like you purposefully created it. When you receive a vision or image, you're not controlling it. You're not trying to see or perceive something or create an image in your mind. It just appears in your mind's eye without even trying. Let's say, for example, you want to see into the future about the home you're going to live in. First thing you have to do is to let go of a particular style of house, a location, all those things you want or need that is not allowed here. Now, if you're trying to manifest a home, that's when you use that skill. You clear your mind, find a neutral state, and then you allow an image to form. You're not purposefully wanting or putting or creating. You are allowing, and that's the difference. With practice, you'll notice how the thoughts feel different. There's a different feel to intuitive thoughts than there is to your imagination. Have you ever had this happen? In your mind, you see a friend's face that you haven't actually seen in person for months or heard from. Remember how she popped into your mind? There was no reason to think of her. Nothing reminded you of her, but pop, there she was. And as quickly as she popped in, she popped out. Then within a few days, you see or hear from her. Isn't that the coolest feeling? You stop and you have this big whoa moment. Try this. In your mind, I would like you to picture a cow. Got it? It's purple. It's standing on a hill. There are red flowers all around the cow. They're different sizes. They're different colors of red. Feel how you created that. Feel how your mind was actively involved. Did you feel the difference? If not, don't worry. These things take practice. In the meantime, harness the power of your imagination. 
but let's call it the power of visualization. When you're driving or doing housework, let your mind wander and create scenes. Think about your childhood home, walk through it. Imagine winning the lottery. I bet you've done that before. Imagine meeting your favorite celebrity. Let the scenes play out and that will increase your power of visualization. If you feel like you're lacking in the visualization department, pick a common object that you use every day, like a pen or your coffee mug. Take a moment and examine it. I know you use it every day, but take a good look at it, its shape, its colors, if there's any writing on it. Now close your eyes and see it in your mind's eye, exactly as you just saw it. The next step would be to visualize it on a blank surface, such as a wall or the back of your hand. The goal is to be able to do it with your eyes wide open. So try that. And if you can start there, great. We're on to the next step. You can do this type of exercise anywhere. When you're in line at the grocery store, look at a pack of candy or a chocolate bar. Turn away and picture it in your mind. Then go bigger. Look at the whole shelf and where things are. Look where things are located. Then turn away and see if you can visualize the whole shelf. Now please do this quickly or the people in line are going to be pushing you in the back of your heels with your shopping cart. Another thing you can try is when you're stopped at a traffic light, look at the people in the vehicles driving by in front of you. Get a good look at someone. As soon as they're out of sight, recreate their image across your windshield as though they were driving by again. If you're doing any intuition elevation activities in your car, only do it when it's safe to do so. What do you have on you 99% of the time? Your phone. So you can picture the home screen of your phone. Close your eyes or turn and look at a blank wall and see if you can picture what apps you have and where they're located. If you get stumped, look at your phone and try again. When you're watching a video of say a home tour, like on the real estate sites, you can do that. You can walk through these homes and then replay it in your mind. Or when you're watching a movie at home, stop it every now and then and replay that scene back in your mind. Now, I hope you're alone when you're doing this because that may drive your movie watching partner nuts. Let's do some more structured, clairvoyant, elevating activities. The first one is what I call ABCs and 123s. So back to the basics we go. Find a quiet space if you can. It doesn't have to be too quiet. If you can do these things in the midst of noise, that's fantastic. As a matter of fact, if you do find them too easy, then do them when there's a bunch of stuff going on when there's noise, the TV's on, dinner's being made. Try it then. Here we go. Picture in your mind's eye each letter as I say it. They can be handwritten or typewritten, whatever way you want to see them, you see them. They can be any color, size, whatever. Ready? Here we go. A, B, K, M, G, Y, J. Great. Good job. If I went too fast or slow, try it again. Replay it and do it in your own time.
Let's get a little harder. Picture each word as I say it. And pay attention to see if there's any kind of feelings or any other thoughts or emotions that come up. Deep breath. Cat. Dog. Bed. Mom. Great. Another great job. Now I'm going to count from three to one. And when I get there, I'm going to give you an instruction. So do it immediately. Ready? Three, two, one. See any word. Good. Picture each number as I say it. One, two, eight, thirty-six, two thousand and forty-nine. Picture the number of the year you were born. Now picture your age. Now picture any random date in the future. What will happen on that date in three, two, one? What's going to happen? Now we can look at some colors. And again, pay attention to any emotions or sensations that come up when we think of these. I'd like you to picture each color as I say it. It may be easier to picture something of each color, for example, a blue mug, and examine all the aspects of it, its size, its shape, its texture. But if you can just picture the colors and let them come in and go out, that would be great. Ready for your colors? Black, brown, red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple, white. Picture the color of the waters in the Caribbean. Picture someone's eye color, someone's hair color. Picture the walls in your living room. What colors are they? You can do these over and over again until you flow right through them. And I may have gone too fast for some people and too slow for others. And that's okay. You need to do everything at your own pace. You do whatever works for you. You can, in fact, turn anything into a visual to help with your clairvoyance elevation. So when your kids say mom, picture the word coming out of their mouths, spelled out because we need to hear mom over and over again, right? When your spouse calls you from another room, picture them. Picture what they're wearing. Picture the room they're in. Just do it very quickly. It's not, okay, I need to stop and take a deep breath. Just quick, get a flash. If you're right, you're right. If you're wrong, you're wrong. Doesn't matter. The practice is what counts. When someone plays an instrument or you're listening on the radio, you can imagine that the notes or the sound waves are floating out into the air. The high notes go up, the low notes go down. Or whatever way you see it is perfectly fine for you. Playing memory games is an excellent way to learn to see things more clearly. You can even do this one with your kids. They'll have no clue what you're actually trying to do. And plus you get to spend more time with them and give them some clairvoyance practice too. Shh, don't tell them. Actually, kids are much better at this than adults. They don't have all that garbage that we deal with in our heads. I think I called this one concentration when I was a kid. Take an even number of cards out of a regular deck of playing cards, maybe 10 to 20, or if you're not feeling up to it, just six, whatever you're comfortable with. You should have two of each number. Shuffle them, 
lay them face down in rows, turn two over at a time, and try to find the numbers that match. If the cards don't match, you flip them right back over again, and it's the next person's turn. But when you flip them back over, try to visualize the card, the front of the card, on the back of the card. Make sure you can see the number and the suit. You get to keep the cards that match. You play until all the cards are gone, and whoever has the most cards at the end wins the game. Another good visualization is what we called Kim's Game. And I remember playing this a lot in Brownies and Girl Guides. I don't know if you have that where you are, but how much fun was that? Place 10 items in front of you, or maybe 5, or 12, whatever you're in the mood for. You can give yourself a minute or 30 seconds, or whatever, to look at them, look at where they're positioned in front of you, stop, either close your eyes or turn away from them. Now try to visualize what was there and in what position. You can write them down if that helps you remember better, or if you'd like to draw them just as you saw them, that's great too. And kids love this game too. They love that they can remember things a heck of a lot better than we can. Try these activities over and over until you're happy with your skills, until they're flowing. You can even try making up your own games and activities. I'd love to hear about them. So if you get something really cool that's helped you with your clairvoyant skills, shoot them my way. If these activities were too easy, that's great. Just hold on till Clairvoyance Part 2 comes out next week, and it requires much more abstract thinking. If this was tough, please don't get frustrated. Try it another time, maybe later today or another day or another week. Maybe you had a lot on your mind today, maybe you were tired. Don't worry about it. Go at your own pace. You know it'd be lots of fun if you could get a friend on board with these activities, and then you can compare notes and encourage each other. It's not a competition. Encourage each other. I hope you had lots of fun with these activities, and I can't wait to get you going on Clairvoyance Part 2. Thank you for joining me. Please hit like and subscribe. Head over to my Facebook page, Lynn Nichols-IntuitionExpert, and Instagram at Lynn underscore Nichols for more intuition elevation activities, free readings, and much, much more. Remember, you are never alone. Chat soon.